Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the back. Some of you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And just like Han, we never ride solo. We've got with us tonight our good friend Scott um, from HMGS South and also from the Lakeland Role Playing Guild. And we've got Tracy from the Lakeland Role Playing Guild with us again. And we are on the final night of recon here in Orlando. And I just figured, you know, it's now that we're, you know, the, the smoke is all cleared, if you will. <laughs> uh, it'd be a nice time for us all just to kind of get together and just kind of talk about the things we liked, the things we didn't like, and just kind of compare notes. So I'm just – I'm going to throw the ball out to you guys and kind of let me know what you guys' thoughts were and what you've thought so far. Uh, well, since I wear the yellow shirt of the HMGS yeah. South, it, and it – Such it's, a stylish color. It, it, it is a fantastic <laughs> color. So I, so did you notice a couple of guys had ones that are, like, off yellow? Yes. Like, they didn't uh, – not all of you guys' shirts. There's matched. mustard yellow and there is papaya yellow. Papaya yes. yellow, yes. yes. I, mean, I think it's yes. like an executive board thing is what right. I think Oh, is, it is. is it really? Is it, it's like know, the I'm color – Oh, yes, okay. Because, because originally, back in, the, back in the old days, okay, the HMGS South Board of Directors, okay. we all had – well, they all had – a universal shirt, okay, and, and it and it was it was a you know workout gray right. polo shirt with the with the with the club logo, okay, on one side on one side on one breast, okay, and, and their name on the other breast, okay. It's a uniform, you see it, yeah. But then it started becoming a matter of after the convention or during the convention, people would come up to the registration booth, or they would be posting messages on on the chapter's message board. With questions about the show and well, what's this happening? What's that? We all, it's like, well, why didn't you ask a director? We're always there, right? I said, well, we couldn't see you. You know, you're in this room. We couldn't find you. We didn't know where I'm you in were. A bright mustard yellow shirt. So How can you not well, see well, me? Well, at the time, it would that that's why we went to the yellows mm. and and the the fir- because. Okay, you want to see us in the room? We're going to make sure that you see us in the room. Okay. So the directors at the time decided we're going to get yellow shirts. Okay. Well, the person that was in charge of ordering said shirts didn't realize that there were so many different shades of yellow. Ah, uh, okay. So they weren't a painter. So he, <laughs> so he picked a color yellow out of the catalog when he went to the store to, buy, to get the shirts made. And the first generation of them were this wonderful papaya yellow, which actually yeah. look, which actually looks good on me. Yeah. Um, and now this, it's hap- not a bad looking color. Right. I got to give credit where yeah. credit's due. It's I actually prefer that color yeah. to the mustard yellow. If we're getting super right. technical, so so the first generation of shirts were the papaya yellow. Okay. And then as 
and then shortly after that point is when I came on the board of directors with HMGS South. Right. So it was the same person in charge of the shirts who's going to the same to the same vendor mm-hmm. so they could get the same color. Okay. Anyone who's come on the board after me or any of the board directors who used to be on and then left and then came back whose shirts are old and ratty All have right. got new ones. Okay. And then there was yet another new round of shirts because ah. because, because Mark, whom you, whom we talked to on an earlier episode, yes, used to be on the board of directors back in the old days before he became president, before which he, he is beca- now. Before he became president, this time. Okay. So the yellow shirt that he had back then looked like tissue paper, and his wife, lo- I love Kathy. She's yeah. an absolute sweetheart. Cannot talk, cannot say enough good things about Kathy. Told her, to- told Mark. I am not going to another show with you in that sh- in those shirts again. <laughs> you must get a new one. And at the same time, Dominic needed to get new shirts because good for him. Uh, granted, it was a health-related reason, but good yeah. for him. You know, he's lost some weight. Yeah. And he, need, he, needed he needed a smaller shirt. shirt. Awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So it, that was yet a fourth person involved. Yeah. Different vendor this time. Mm. So the color of shirts have changed. And... So, so we have papaya yellow that a couple of us are doing. Right. There's a, there's one person that has mustard yellow, and then right. Mark and Dominic have the brand new l- lemon yellow. Yeah, bright. yeah. It, it it it's 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 like one it's of those. It's almost neon. It it it's it's like one of those yellow now and later's candies. Yeah, it I was is, thinking more like a yellow like Slurpee or something you yes. get at Seven yes. Eleven. It's more like a the neon it, like it, neon it, yellow highlighter color. It, it almost. is a color yeah. that should not and does not exist in, in the spectrum. Yeah, yeah but I will say it does make it much easier when you are in the middle of the main floor, which is huge. When you suddenly are like, I need to talk to one of the directors, or you know, I need to find Scott. In my case, most of the time, and I can stand up very, you know, meerkat like, and and look up over the sea of people, and can see, oh, there's a yellow shirt person. Nope, wrong shade. There's a yellow shirt person. There it is. There's his shirt. Okay, I'm gonna head in that direction. And it's just, I mean, the next step, of course, I think, is that you all wear bright neon, which they sell now. But I wouldn't. I won't recommend that to anyone else. Although, Mark, if you're listening, I think that would work, too. Well, Hot neon pink. There you go. That, hey. That's the color I would go hey, with. Now, yes. now, now we, all, we, all know my, we all know my relative age. Yeah. We all know that, you know, I was born at a, at a certain year and went through my childhood in a certain decade. And then I came of age in... A great decade. Yeah, I have absolutely no problem wearing neon colors. Yeah, wearing pink, wearing pink or or or, or yellow pastels. Yeah, I still have my skinny ties. I still have my knit ties. Well, no, actually, my mother threw on my knit t- my 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 knit ties when I was in college. Um, I think I may still have one hidden somewhere though. And I think um, all the audience is I figuring ha- out what decade decade you this were is. In. I still <laughs> the have- greatest generation. <laughs> I still have my fedoras and my unstructured sports jackets, oh. baby. Unstru- oh. What is an unstructured oh, sports jacket? Oh, you're too young, my son, to, R- to know Miami what Vice. That is. Oh, okay. Miami Vice. Now, then I did have one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. a sports jacket yeah. with no inside lining, and it's yeah. it, 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 they're awesome. They're great till you wash them the first time. Oh, I'm sure, and then they probably all go to shit. <laughs> but that was part of the charm. Yeah, again, <laughs> they went to again. shit. It was part of the charm. Well, yes, no, yes, well, yes, that's right. But, but, for those for those of you out there in Podland who are of a certain age like I am, who remember when Miami Vice was on, you know, as first run, right? And Don Johnson was the coolest damn dude on TV. He was old. He was not old back then. He was no, a stud he, back no, then. I was not. I was not in that camp. 
Nope. Fuck it. And I was of that age that I remember when Miami Vice came on first run and I was not in that camp. A, because I don't don't like a man who wears closed toe shoes without socks. That freaked me out. Well, the, 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 the joke of why the character didn't wear socks was because at the time, all cops and especially narc cops they all wore white socks that was how you could tell they were undercover okay they got the cool shoes and the cool jacket but they got white socks they're a cop so dj decided okay well we'll 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 solve this this we'll solve this goddamn problem and not wear socks sorry it's florida there's too much stinky feet nope can't do it (laughs) (laughs) well i mean he was already living on a houseboat with an alligator alligator. so So, i mean you know but 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 anyway but you know but dj you know yeah you know his his, his character. I mean, you know, pink he, t-shirt and, pink, and pink t-shirt, white jacket. An mm-hmm. expensive name. I mean, high-end designer. He didn't care. He'd roll that shit up when he got up, got on the boat off work. Roll it up in the corner and throw it. Yeah. It was like, okay, well, cool. I need a new jacket. Oh, I don't have anything in the closet. Go through the floor and come, and it's all rumpled. It's yeah. You know, it's a two hundred dollar Armani jacket. It's all rumpled. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the fact that that our unstructured sports jackets looked like crap after we washed them. That was the point, honey. Yeah, that was kind of part of the charm because I actually – there's a picture of me and my brother uh, when I was a, a child, and we were both in the, the the Miami Vice. He was in one color, and I was in a different one because my brother was like a, a junior in high school when I was like one. So, like, we're in the – it's like – it's almost, You were mini sunny. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's awesome. That's exactly what it was, except for it almost looked like the, the cover of the movie Twins because <laughs> I, as me being Danny DeVito and so – said situation because of just the height differential but yeah like i've got that picture somewhere and then i remember they got me the spicoli vans that i ran around in forever i think until they literally rotted off my feet at some point yep yep so um yeah, we yeah. started a recon. I don't know yeah, how was, we yeah. got here. Yeah, we were talking and, 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 about shirts. That's what right, it was. Yes, we were yes, talking we about the yes, yellow shirts. Yes, and, 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 and your comment about neon. Yes, see, see, I have zero problem wearing those type of colors. Yes, but first thing on Saturday morning when you've been up late for two nights in a row, bright neon is not what any gamer wants to see, Well, the, I am sure. Probably not. But you know it'll. But we find you. It will get your damn attention, and you'll <laughs> be able to find us if you have a question, and you won't have to wait until after the show. I'm going to ask you a weird question, and and this is one of the times where you can definitely say pass. Out of the three days, uh, and I'm going to take Thursday off the list just because it's more or less load in night. What do you think was our busiest day, Friday or Saturday? Because I think me and you's uh, opinions going to differ on this one. Hmm. It is probably a toss-up between Friday night and and Saturday morning. I was not in the main room on Saturday afternoon because I, w- I, I was I was in the hallway running a game, it, r- running one of my RPG games. So I didn't see what it looked like during during that mid-afternoon session on Saturday. But I know Friday night I was in the main room and, and, it was and we were packed. Yeah, like yeah. to the gills yeah. packed. And Saturday and Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon was pretty busy because yeah. I I popped in to um, run through the vendor line really quickly before um, before I went to the to your table and it was it was a lot busier than it was Friday at the same time. Right. Um, yeah. And it was probably I felt a little busier than Friday night. Okay. Only because there were more tables set up. Um, right. Okay. So there were more tables and a few more people, and there were, but on Friday night there were a lot of people sitting in the the tables that were kind of just out in the open in the hallway, and there were a lot of pickup games going on. Yes. So besides all the scheduled stuff that was happening, there was a pick a lot of pickup games. You know. Oh, okay. 
And like we walked by Saturday morning and or afternoon, like right around lunchtime, and saw people playing board games out in the hallway and you know cool board games that you know had I not been starving I would have stopped to f- inquire about, but hunger took over. And uh, but I think there were a lot but of the, people. But, but the fantastic lunch counter in the hallway was right there, only right. five feet away from some of those tables. Yeah. So. yeah, you know, and so that helped. I mean, so there was a lot more. I felt there was a lot more camaraderie on Saturday. It was a lot easier for people to stay together because usually what happens is lunch happens and the whole place scatters. Okay. And it could be empty for those for that hour or so for lunch because everybody leaves the property in the old days. And so now having that right there, people were able to grab food and sit at you know the tables they had set up or then go back in and shop or go back in and play. I know, I know we saw some games on Friday that because traffic was such a bad nightmare on Friday morning coming in for those coming in at that time, some games ran through lunch or right. would they would take a quick 15 minute, go get food and come back in and let's keep playing. Yeah. Um, but it was, I think Saturday for me, my opinion, Saturday was the busier day. Okay. Okay. I, what, what, what did you think? Kyle? Okay. Let me preface my comments with this. Um, I, I played all day um, Friday, all three game sessions. Saturday, I only played the morning game session because I had some interviews and some things that kind of negated me playing the Saturday midday session. Of course, because we had dinner and we've been podcasting all night, we did not see tonight's game session. So I could not, I could not tell you right now how everything looks down there. Um, but I did go in during the Saturday afternoon session, and I, in, in, in my very humble opinion, felt like the Friday night was busier, but I also, it might have been an, an optical illusion because of what Tracy said. So many tables were filled that it made it look like there was more people there, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So it might have been like there was only two at this table and four at this table and, you know, four at this table down here where on, you know, today, middle of the day, there might have been less tables, but there might have been ten guys at one table. So it might have been an optical illusion, but I was of the opinion um, – that um you know that might have been the case okay funny thing i want to tell you just because it just happened so they they, somebody just came by the hotel room and they shoved pizza coupons through the 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 door slot which is fine i turned on the tv this morning here at the radisson and they have a like a traveler channel like hey like a local channel and they said hey be careful of finding pizza coupons in your room because they said some of them will be for fake places and you call and put in the order they take your credit card number and it's like a credit card scam and i was like okay and then they were like well even if it's not a credit card scam you don't know where this pizza is being made it could be made in somebody's garage or something and i'm like wow yeah but then i saw the pizza that was in the lobby and it kind of came full circle and i was like oh okay well you know yeah Honest, that has been the universal disappointment. You know, could there? Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, there's a Pizza Hut on site. Hell yeah! yeah. Would Un- you like a personal pan pizza? Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know why. Yeah, and I don't. I, the pizza and the wings look good. I'll, I'll give them that. Like the food looked good, but it was definitely smaller portions. Like I was right, hoping right. I could go down there and be like, "Hey, I want to get a large, you know, supreme." Now, don't get me wrong. I'm probably going to pay 18 bucks for it because right. you're at a hotel you're, you're, and then that's what it is. Right. right. But I, I thought I would have that option. It was like, oh, we got personal yeah. pan pizzas yeah. and right. we got every, wings. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Every, everything's personal. Let me, let me get four of them personal pan pizzas <laughs> and let me get 20 wings to get. 
Yeah, because well, I mean, those of you that are regular listeners that act, that, yeah. that, that actually see some of the pictures on on the Facebook page or the Twitter on the on the Twitter machine, yeah, you know. Kyle is not a single personal pan. Pizza, pizza guy. guy, yeah, yeah. That order you just heard was just for me, and then I'd be like, Scott, what do you want to go with that? Well, and 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 the answer to that is, since I'm at a con- since it's a convention weekend, pretty much anything that also includes a double tall rum and coke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which you are also going to pay a premium for. Thank you very much. This I know. I found that premium, and I also found that he ordered two since I picked up the bill. Well, I was like, "That's my Scott." <laughs> hey. He's like, "Deuce is paying. Let me get no. two and make him." Hey, to his credit, I turned and asked you. He did. He did. So I'm throwing you it. under the bus. Yep. Uh, under yep. the bus unnecessarily. You did. Because I believe ask. the Deuce answer was. I've Bug still it. got another beer coming, so sure, Arrow, go ahead not? and have yeah. another drink. Because yep. she said they were two-for-one. I said, well, make sure that you get me two rung up before the two-for-one's in. So <laughs> that means I can get four, yep. if my math is still correct. Yes, and, and you know, normally when when the when the very attractive blonde British waitress comes to my table and asks me a question, which which the answer would be yes, it would have been immediate. But I was a cool yeah, dude. Yeah, and yeah, went yeah, to the yeah. guy that was holding the wallet and said, <laughs> Deuce, do I want a second drink? Yeah, and I, was then, like, I was like, yeah, might as well. So, so And you you earned it. You you uh, Credit where credit's due. You hooked up Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce with Recon so we could have this amazing weekend. And it sounds like weekends to come in the future because it sounds like we're going to be back for Huracan again next year. Woo! Yeah, I'm excited about that actually scott since you've got the information right there what's going on with uh with huracan huracan 2017 hosted by us with hmgs south uh it's going to be in kissimmee slash orlando september 28th through october 1st it is going to be hosted once again for the second time in our brand new very happy home venue yes the park inn by radisson resort and conference center at 3011 Main Gate Lane, Kissimmee, Florida. That is immediately off of US Highway 192. Yes. We are, uh, this location is immediately south of Disney property. Uh, in fact, if you could actually hurdle the fence, you would be walking out onto Disney on Disney's Animal Kingdom Serengeti Plain and getting eaten. And then eat- you exactly. will go to Mickey Jail. And then, if you do not get eaten by a lion, yeah, which Mickey Jail is real and it's not any fucking fun. Just so you know, uh, just allegedly. That sounds like a voice of experience. Right allegedly, there. because allegedly, what happens is once once Mickey Mouse. What happened was what, what what allegedly happens is for the legal department, uh, when they pick you up, you have to sit there and wait for OPD to come and then get you. And then why are you? You're sitting there in their little room. There is a a mural, allegedly, of Mickey <laughs> holding two bars with a little tear coming down his eye, which allegedly is not the shit you want to see when you know the next person you're gonna be talking to is OPD. So it, that it was like that's not the time I really want to fucking see Mickey crying. You know what I mean? Allegedly, allegedly. So uh, just, just uh, yeah, well, yeah. When, 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 when we wrap up this episode, I gotta hear this because because, <laughs> because this has the makings of a no shit there I was story. <laughs> allegedly, but I. Oh, speaking of story. Did I tell you the Hooters story that happened yet? I don't think so. Okay. I normally remember Hooters stories. <laughs> well, okay. So I decided the, the first morning I'm here, I'm like, I want to go get breakfast. And I knew that at one. Hooters? No, not at Hooters. <laughs> at McDonald's because McDonald's was one block over. Well, I, I mean, went. For the listeners at home, I have known you long enough 
if, if Hooters served breakfast, I would have been there. So And we are in Kissimmee, the tourist capital of Florida. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't it, know. It's possible for it's there to be a 24-hour Hooters. 24-hour Hooters. Yeah. So I was just inquiring because, you know, the listeners at home might want to know, right. is there a Hooters with that serves breakfast? Yeah. And if there isn't, FYI, Hooters, you might want to look into that. You might want to get onto that. Wing House 2. Yeah. So I, I, I basically I went down the road, and I, I couldn't find a place to turn around real easily. So I said, you know what? I know Ale House is down here. I'm going to keep driving and see where Ale House is just so I know how far away it is from the hotel. Find Ale House, and then got to a spot where I couldn't turn around again. And then I saw the Hooters sign. I'm like, holy shit, because me and you had a conversation before about Hooters and there not being a Hooters here. I'm like, well, there's one right there. Well, I pull up, and, and the warning sign should have been the little hut that was outside, the little foreman hut. <laughs> and so I drive by, and I drive behind it, and the sinks are all laying out like in the parking lot because they haven't installed them yet. And I see a, 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 a Latino gentleman with a wheelbarrow. So I decide to roll down the window and say, sir, may I ask you a question? And he's like, okay. And he walks up, and I said, are you open yet? And he goes, no, 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 sir. We're not open yet. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, when are you open? He's like, oh, in about two months. And I was like, oh, okay. So I leave. All of that is to say, when we come back for Huracan, there will be a Hooters right down the street. So well, okay. we have solved our Hooters problem. Okay, then we haven't solved, solved it for your the, Hooters problem. My Hooters problem. Maybe not for this weekend. Your, well, let me let me do this in the Southern colloquialism. Yeah. You have served all y'all's Hooters, Hooters problem. problem. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I enjoyed this time being able to go with the HMGS South staff to Ale House. Yeah, for Ale House is nice. I, I actually like Ale House a lot. Ale House is a is a great great restaurant. One I will hashtag not sponsored promote anytime just because I like them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because I mean the food's good, the drinks are cheap. I mean you can't beat it. They've yeah. got a ton of TVs. So good, I, very good atmosphere, good yeah. service. I mean it, mm-hmm. it, it's a great place. I I I like it a lot too. Yeah. But 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 you know. Our our sister Tracy, yeah, yeah, you know, she came with us to one to with, with with me and some of the other guys to one of the HMGS uh, board meetings, pre show dinners, yeah. pre show pre show dinners, which we had at the Tilted Kilt. On, yeah. No, I didn't go to the Tilted Kilt. I haven't ever been to the Tilted Kilt. That wasn't you. Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You said, you know, here's right. what yeah, happened. Yeah, she just dismissively mocks us when we do talk about that. Do you, you said at the last show, I believe. So we're all going out to dinner and to have our meeting, wink, wink. And I said, where are you going? And you said, the Tilted Kilt. And I said, okay, great. I'll eat here in my room. Thanks. And you all went. So this time when it was, hey, we're going to dinner. Tracy, do you want to go? I knew from previous conversations there was no Tilted Kilt or Hooters in the area. So I said, absolutely sure I will go. (laughs) There's a great atmosphere in Tilted Kill. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, bad. I'm, I'm, I'm just Twin saying. Peaks isn't bad either. Uh, I can go. I can I can list you all the restaurants in the local area, probably in a good ninety mile radius that aren't too shabby. Just because those are all the places I usually go. Like if I'm, I can tell you right now, if I'm driving my monkey ass to Lakeland, I'm either stopping at Kerr's Wing House or Hooters while I'm there. Like that will be hooked into the trip somehow if I'm going all the way to Lakeland, which I know all it's the way to Lakeland. All the way. To, hey, you know it's. It's a good 30 you minutes out there. You live in my town. All the way to Lakeland is not that far. Well, it's not from Winter Haven. But for me, it's like if I 
darn it, if I'm if I'm leaving Winter Haven, if I'm going all the way out to the Boondocks, which is Lakeland, I'm gonna stop at either Hooters or Kerr's Wing House while I'm there. So anytime I go, everybody knows that I, we have to stop there, even if it's just for one drink. All right, well that's fantastic. The next time you <laughs> the next time you do dri- drive your, drive your bumpkin ass out to Lakeland, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll you, let you know. And you stop at Wing House. You need to call me because Wing, Ho- Wing House is, is top of the list of my local bars. Yeah, because I I actually uh, another hashtag not sponsored. The Lakeland Wing House is great because we went to the uh, went to the Ring Honor Show over there just a couple weekends ago uh, during WrestleMania weekend and had a blast. And I've never had bad service or bad meal at that Lakeland Wing House. That place is awesome. Every That's single time you used to always go to on Thursdays, right? Uh, it, and Tuesday and Wednesday, and Monday. Right. I mean, I mean, for, I mean, for a little while it was on Thursdays when we fir- when we first started. You know, it, you know, back when the Fantasy Factory moment of silence when the when the fantasy factory was still open, um, uh, we that would that would be our store manager, our store manager John and me, and one of our regular customers, Lebo. Um, we we were the three amigos, and Tuesday night at Wing House was our deal every, every Tuesday night. Um, then then it shifted over to Thursday periodically, and then you know then it became kind of like a what if you know whenever we're able to. Um, but yeah, it, that that was that was our place. Um, we still we still go periodically, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, it, it 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 is it is it is a good time. Uh, lots of fun. Um, been been a lot of changes. A lot of changing. You know, changing the staff here. here management, recently. yeah, or but, not management. Well, actually, yeah, management too. Man- oh, really? man- management started the cascade with everything else. But uh-huh. yeah, you know. Well, yeah. back to things that yes, are ba- fun, which, back, which is back recon. to realistic. Since the, pod, uh, the podcaster people probably heard my eyes roll oh, from where for, I'm yeah. sitting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she just saw her brainstem, <laughs> to be honest with you, as hard as they rolled. Uh, but, but really, in yeah. our defense, she is used to this shit from us. From us, yeah. yeah. You kind of, you kind of know what boat you got into when you got into it. You know what I mean? I know. Um, but uh, no, but I mean, it's it's been a really fun show. I, I was really excited. I also have to say, for being a first timer, when it comes to spending the whole weekend, it was a night and day difference. And guys, I highly recommend it. And I also highly recommend coming on Thursday because that was fun getting in on like night zero ground zero um and also it was great because i was able to load in get all my stuff tucked away and then enjoy all day like gamed all day friday game saturday morning only because i had extra you know podcast uh obligations i had to do but if not i probably would have played all day today as well um and just kind of maybe skip the saturday night games just because we had podcasts and obligations but i mean there's so much fun things to do and so many games going on. And I get to play the Spectrum. I get to play miniature games. I get to play role-playing games. I get to kind of bounce around and play a lot of different things. So it's like I said when we had Mark on it. It's kind of like Baskin-Robbins. You've got all 31 flavors, so you just kind of try a scoop of this one, try a scoop of that one until you find what you like. Mm -hmm. So um, what did did you enjoy playing the most this weekend, Scott? Oh, actually, Tracy, yes. My – I have to say my favorite game, and I was a little – so I'm not usually a miniatures person. Okay. I like the story-based concept of RPGs. That's right. just that's where I'm most comfortable. Um, miniatures are hard for me to get into because there's usually not a story. It's, yes. Here's your objective. Go kill this. Or, it's very you know, tactical. It's very tactical. And I can do that, but I have to be in a different mindset for that. Yeah. Um, I was invited along with Scott to join our special guest for this weekend um, to play at his table. Howard, right? Howard. Howard Whitehouse. And he was, you know, Saturday afternoon said, 
I would really like you to come play at my table tonight. Will you right. be there? And I said, well, yes, I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to play at his table. And I said, well, do you have any spots left? He's like, I will make room for you. Come. And right. I said, great. So I came. And it was a little bit of um, chaos in the beginning of the game because that's just how that game was structured. But it was... That was the Africa game, It right? was the Africa. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that game because I don't even know what system it was. It, it, it's, it's one of Howard's simple homebrewed systems. Okay. So there was really each character. We all played different Hollywood stars of the 1930s. Okay. Or occasionally pulp characters. There were a couple or of pulp, pulp characters. characters. Yeah, so like okay. the, the guy from the African Queen, Indiana Jones was there. The guy from the African Queen. Shut up. You mean Shut Humphrey up. Bogart? Okay, Humphrey Bogart, but he wasn't listed as Humphrey Bogart. Yes, he was. Playing the character from the African Queen because I was sitting next to him and I, my character, Gene Harlow, convinced him to let the, the little... Um, Actress. Uh, trollop, I believe, is the word you used. <laughs> okay. No, I, I was used gonna other say words that were not family friendly. Well, I was uh. going to try and figure out who, what is the African queen because I figured you weren't playing a gay man in Africa. <gasps> what? So I, I was trying to figure out exactly what you meant by the, the African a- queen. The, African, the yeah. African queen is only one of the greatest movies of American cinema Dude. ever. I, I've never Ooh. seen or heard of the Dude. African queen. So Humphrey Bogart. Well, so, I know who that is. So, but, Kyle, yeah. you have homework. Okay. This week, <laughs> it is watch the African Queen oh and the Maltese God. Falcon. And the Mal- is that two different movies or They're the same two, movie? Oh They're two different okay. movies. Okay, African Queen, Maltese Falcon, okay. and Casablanca. I've seen Casablanca. To have and to have not. Okay, that's another movie. That is another movie. Okay, pretty much anything from Humphrey Bogart. You are an American man. <laughs> well, you I've seen not- Casablanca. <laughs> I took my mom to the movies. You are an one, American so. man, and yeah. this is this is this goes for yeah. Kyle and anyone else listening out there in Podland. If no. you are an American man and do not think Humphrey Bogart is a badass, and you do not want to be him, you need to turn in your American card. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now the lecture's over. So for now. For now. <laughs> so I was playing um, Gene Harlow, and there were other actors who were there, and there was. The whole purpose of, or at least the beginning scenario, was here is the director, and he is making a musical version of Heart of Darkness. Oh, okay. Another uh, from you know 1930 film. You know you need to see this, and so it was pretty much. I could put that on the list of other movies I haven't (laughs) seen. Heart of Darkness. And trust me, it is not musical material. That is one of the jokes of this game. Right. And so the director kind of tells what he wants to see happen. Okay. And, but we, as the different actors and stuff, and there were all these, like, there were Germans somewhere in the jungle, and then Ernest Hemingway was way out in the jungle drinking and shooting, you know, animals because it was Tuesday. Random ass animals. And, um, <laughs> well, that's because he was angry. Because, because right, because he'd written the script. Because he had written the script that the director, that the director kept changing. Oh, right. okay. And so, and then there was like Groucho Marx, and there were all of these different things. Well, I saw there was like a tribe of like Africans that were like running around too on the board. Oh, there were a lot. There were we, there we, were cannibals. We, there were cannibals. There were headhunters. There were there there were there were African Amazon women. It yeah. was it, right. It, it, and yeah. so my my character convinced because this is the beautiful thing. Like, there's no, there were stats. Not that we really used them too much, and it was really just if Howard felt we needed to roll, we rolled. Right. Kind of thing. Um, so it was very story based, right. and if you could convince him and the rest of the group that what you were doing should work, 
they took a vote, and right. if the vote passed, then you. Well, I almost like that. It. Like it's by committee instead right. of dice yeah. roll. It's like uh-huh. if I can make the okay. This is this is what I want to do. This is why it should happen that everybody votes. I think that's a really cool gaming dynamic. And I've so never at seen one before. point, I sat there using my fantastic storytelling and improv techniques that I've learned through role playing, right, and looked at the director and said. You know what would make a really great shot is if you took this woman and had her running through the jungle off of the ship we're on, off of the African queen. Have her go run through the jungle, and if things chase her, that would be even better. And you should just – this would be a great movie idea, right? Right. Convinced him, and he even went even further with it, and I removed her from my presence, which was the main goal that I wanted to do. Um, and then I convinced the rest of the crew that was still on the African Queen that we've heard stories that Ernest Hemingway and Groucho Marx are up here with whiskey, and we should go up there and party with them. And so right. we parked the, the boat. Whiskey, <laughs> guns, and women. Yeah. They're, and Ernest Hemingway. Anyway, and yeah. so the and Groucho Marx. And Groucho Marx. <laughs> Just for good measure. <laughs> so the, um, the, the movie, quote-unquote, ended up with um, we don't even know what was happening on the other side of the board. Like, we were just over here having a good time, partying, and um, there was a drinking contest, which got resolved by rock, paper, scissors. Right. And who was the drinking contest in between? That would have been between the historical figure, the writer Ernest Hemingway, and the fictional pulp carrier of Marion Ravenwood from the Indiana Jones movies. That was the the girl in the first movie, right? The girl yes. in the first okay. movie. So they are having a drinking contest, which got resolved by rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Um, best out of three, and they tied, and the table agreed that, well, of course, they would both drink until they passed out, and no one would win. Right. Because Ernest would never stop, and Marion would never let anyone beat, beat her. her. Right. So, I mean, we saw that in the first Indiana Jones exactly. movie. Yeah. So at the end of this, they, you know, Howard had us go around and say, you know, what's your final scene? You yeah. know, we're about to end the movie. What is your final scene? Each character or group of characters said what they were doing, and we got around to me, and I said, well, of course, Gene Harlow takes one look around the, the room, and it's, you know, Groucho Marx sitting here and Indiana Jones, and Marion's passed out. I'm going to go start flirting with Indiana Jones and see where that goes. goes. And so the, the guy who was playing Indiana Jones says, well, of course, that's what I was going to do too, so let's go off, you know, here – and so then the table voted to see who had beat had actually achieved their objectives, I guess. Right. And yeah. I who, had yeah. yeah. Who, who who achieved their objective all of their objectives, who did it with the most panache, and who was just the coolest character on the table. The table. And who won? That I'm sorry, wait, who won? That would have been Tracy. Tracy won. <laughs> okay. So, but you did actually have objectives, like you need well, to film like this scene, or you need no, to and that was the funny thing. So, like there were other people who said, "Well, I had this objective of this," and I'm like, my sheet said my objective was to to be sexy and be a bitch, and I'm pretty sure I achieved both of those. those. So I think I, I won. There you go. Plus, it doesn't hurt that that Howard loves you to death. So yes. I think you definitely kind of maybe had an in on that one. <laughs> but it was the table that voted, so the whole oh, table. Yeah, so voted. the whole, whole table had to take a vote on that yes. one. Yeah, it was, and we had one person voted for Tarzan. We had twelve players. Oh, Tarzan yeah. was on the table oh, yeah, too. Tarzan was on the yeah, table yeah, too. Yeah, the real Tarzan, and then an actor playing Tarzan. Yes. So, oh so hell. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was. It was. It was. And fantastic. what was funny with that was that the the. The guy who was playing the character of Tarzan at the table did not vote for himself as the winner. 
Really? Yes. Someone else did. And so then when they said, okay, well, how about Gene Harlow? And everybody else raised their hands. Yeah. So. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Well, I've got to say, I hope maybe next year he will run the same game. I know this year that was kind of the spotlight game just because of the fact that this convention was named Africa. And so there was a lot of Africa-themed games that were happening all weekend. But I'd love to see that come back because I didn't even know that that was on the yeah. – the, I mean, I saw the table, but I had no clue – what the game was so that that would definitely yeah. be interesting yeah he, I, I saw howard having a lot of fun back there whatever yeah. he was oh, doing but was, i did not know exactly what was happening it, yeah it he, really was it, i i had been hearing stories about howard whitehouse for about a year now right i had never met him i you know exchanged a few emails with him on the run-up to the show because right. you know as vice president of the chapter i was put in right. charge of basically being the body man and right. you know handling some of the handling of the details um, you know, emails have been good, but then I finally met him. You know, the the the, the town car that we rented for him from right. the airport to the hotel pulled up, and he got out, and it's like, okay, well, that, before he even opened his mouth, okay, that's Howard. Yeah, you knew. I, I I just knew that's Howard, and he and he and he walked up and said hello with that with that charming Birmingham England accent, yeah. and I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. And then yeah, by the time we walked from the front door of the hotel to the registration desk at the hotel and I got him and I got him to his room it's a span of 10 minutes had happened and it was it was like we've known each other for 10 well, years well you can't help it but not fantastic. love that guy I, I mean know. Howard's just great yeah. so cute and yeah. so fun and you know and that's you know so I will say to tag on to your thing of come Thursday night if yeah. you're gonna come yeah because Thursday night so casual yes you don't have to necessarily game. You can go and gather with people and have a drink and get to know people. And, right. and that's what ended up happening yeah. was it was a, you know, if you had told me three days ago, I would be invited, personally invited by the special guest to come play at his table. Yeah. Which never happens to somebody like me. No. I would have said you were crazy, but it's because we sat there Thursday night for hours. Drinking with him and, and last talking, night as well. Yeah, I mean, and last great, night. great guy. Yeah. So yeah. So it's but that's that's the beauty of this kind of show is that you've got that you know if you're here and you're staying and you don't have to worry about driving back home, you can hang out until midnight and 
chat and have a couple and cocktails and like right. spend time with people in a more hair down, relaxed atmosphere. A, a, exactly. And get to know them outside of the game table. Yeah, which I think is huge. I think and, and it's huge not just for the guests, but just the people that you're gaming with because we keep talking about this being yeah. a family environment and making a family. That's kind of how you make friends. You hang out, you have a couple drinks with people, you kind of let your hair down and, you know, talk about things and you get to know them as people, not just as, you know, your your adversaries or the people that you're playing with on the table. Right. And then you get kind of to know a whole new uh, side of them, mm-hmm. which is really, really nice. And, and, and you, and along getting to know a new side of them, you get to, you know, know them, know them as people. You actually even get to know some of their families because, yeah. you know, we, a lot of folks who come out to the shows, you know, right. long time, actual dues paying members of the chapter. Right. And just regular attendees who, you know, don't drop an extra, you know, an extra 10 bucks on dues, yeah. but always come out. They're here all the time and, you know, yeah. they're bringing their kids with them. They're bringing their wife with them. Um, in one case, She's bringing her husband with with her, right. um, but and with but with that, you know, you see these people and you see these kids, and it's like, oh, you know, you get you kind of kind of watch out for them, right? Because I mean, you know, it, we're not holding the kids' hands all the time; they're kind of you know free yeah. range a little bit. So free every, range children, a thing you don't see that that much nowadays. You right. know what I mean? Well, like today so, in the business so, meeting, we had this little kid come in, and he like stood just a few people ahead of me, and was like, "Mom, Dad." And, just and then around. shrugged and walked yeah. back off. Now, well, he checked to make sure they were in here, yeah. <laughs> right, somewhere. Yeah. And so then, when he came back in, someone else spotted him and then pointed and called him, the right him direction. by name and yeah. and pulled him over. So, oh, that's his parents. No, they were helping direct him over to where he needed to go. And yeah. it was like, oh, okay, these kids are safe here, yeah, because they've grown up in in this mm-hmm. gaming environment. Right. And yeah, they only maybe only see these people twice a year, but you get to know the. The people, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, and 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 that and that particular kid, a lot of us remember when that child was born, mm. and he's like, I think he's six now. So I mean, we've literally watched something him. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then a couple of years ago, uh, one one um, one of the regulars, who kind of became became buddies and regulars with the LRPG crowd because he right. sat in on a couple of couple of our you know science fiction miniature games. Right. Um, several years ago, when we were at, at, at another location. Um, you know, he's got he's got a, a a a a young son and a slightly older daughter. It's like you know, we watched the kids grow up. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, it's Thursday no, Thursday afternoon. We're all hanging out in in the main room. That was last year, actually. Yes. That it, was last session. Last hurricane. Right. Yeah. Right. It was. Because r- I remember. Right. Yes. It was last hurricane. It, it, yes. It was last hurricane. That's right. Uh, and and we're standing there in the main room on Thursday, and and the old hotel, the official rule was don't bring anything from outside to consume, but they didn't care. Yeah. So you know there's coolers of beer already. Yeah. So we're all standing around talking. Yeah. You know everyone has a beverage, and there's Jeff and there's his daughter. We're all talking, and then all of a sudden three of us realize that his daughter is holding a can of beer in her hand. And we're going. What the hell are you doing? It's like I'm having a drink. She had you, like three uncles instantly. You know, it's like yeah. But you can't, you can't. It's like I'm 26. When the hell did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I th- number one, I think that you guys here with HGMS South have hit it out the park with this convention, and I think that being here at the Park Inn by Radisson, I think, is definitely taking you guys to a new level because I think. It, it, and I and I don't want to throw the old hotel under the bus, but I think it's been a night and day difference, just with the 
the support with the hotel, with them putting the food out there and the bar out there and all those things, and just making it so much easier for everybody. Right. I mean, I mean, the the previous location that we were at, right. we were there for ten and a half years. Yes, you were there for a long time. Spent there for a long time. They were they were really good to us. Yes, and it was it was a good fit, um, uh, by way of location. It was a good fit space wise. It was a good fit logistically. Um, we we had we had a ton of really good times there. Right. Um, th- this this new location, um, for some of us, a little bit closer. I mean, not by much, but yeah. you know, fifteen twenty minutes maybe. Yeah. Um, fifteen twenty minutes of not having nightmare traffic. Of not yeah. having nightmare uh, extra nightmare traffic. And that was the other good thing about right. this hotel. You were actually able to leave. Like I was able to go to McDonald's and like get breakfast and stuff. But I never in the whole old hotel would have done that because I would have thought my parking spot might not be there when it, I got back. It, right, exactly. And then I might not have had a place to park. Right, exactly. Um, but, you know, uh, our, our new home here at the at the park in by Radisson, um, the the main event hall is much, lo- is much, much larger than the main event hall we had at the previous location. Yeah. Um, no falling water, which is always nice. I, well, there, that, there, <laughs> there, there, is, there is that, too. Um, and it was kept, I mean... Almost painfully cold, no. but but if anybody has ever been to a con- to a convention or anything where you have a whole lot of people coming in, often the the event space will cool it to a, w- a level where it's comfortable when there's eight of you in the room, and then when a hundred and eight uh, people get in the room, suddenly everybody is hot and sweaty and gross, yeah, and gamer funk and and yeah. that whole thing. I actually because I came up the day before my husband did i had to message him and go i need you to bring my sweater yeah like i'm cold I, and i yeah, thought you about told packing us that my on, sweater on f- i think thursday night yeah. you were telling us that i i almost did like i thought about bringing my sweater but i remembered other conventions that i've been to and i've yeah. always been like no it's always hot in the event space i'm not yeah. going to use it and i was shivering friday afternoon and needed a sweater that was right because we were in the middle of scott's game yeah. because i said well i've got a jacket in my truck and you're like no 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 glenn's bringing my my cardigan i'll i'll be fine but yes, a cardigan sweater with a Star Wars Imperial Grand Moff rank, it rank, it rank insignia on, on it. On, I don't on, understand on why it. you act like you're surprised. Well, it's you. Of course, I'm of not surprised. Of course not. Of course, I've achieved rank of Grand Moff. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! But but <laughs> the 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 main event space here is 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 much larger, which means that that we are able to eliminate a couple of the breakout rooms that we used to use. Yes. That had that had other events going on and and fold them into the main event space and still right. have space for breakout and games and still have yeah. space for additional games and in a in a, in a place where you don't feel like you are in like, the way well no I mean that you feel like you're away so yeah. I remember playing at the old space we played a board game one night and we were around the corner yeah, and down, down the, the hall, hall around the corner, yeah. and tucked into this other space that was not even connected. Whereas here you could sit and pick up, do a pickup game in the hallway. Which was right outside of the right. main gaming exactly. room and so you could see everybody. People, yeah. yeah, and still be able to communicate with people and still be able to get food. And plus the the event space set up a corner station that was open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner of really decently priced, for hotel prices, very decently priced meals that were quick and easy to grab mm. and either sit there in tables they provided or go back to your room or whatever. Or even go back to the game table. Or go back yeah. to the game table, which a lot of people did. Um, and the the thing I noticed was that even though, so a lot of times in convention spaces, in hotel convention spaces, 
they can't get the lights bright enough because they're usually for, you know, conferences parties and, and conferences and weddings and things like that where the lighting doesn't need to be super bright. And if you're a gamer, you know you need to be able to read yeah. what's going on. The lighting was, I mean, the ceiling was really high, which allowed for a lot more absorption of sound. It didn't seem as loud as it has in the past in the old location. As we found out this morning four different times when I had to yell yeah. about cars being parked in you the guys are gonna, spots. You guys are going to have to get a microphone and speaker for doing those types of things True, now. but because because I tend to bellow well, with yes. this voice yes. at a higher volume, the acoustics in the room end up being very because there was a fantastic reverb. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... But, but you uh, could but unless, see. But unless yeah. you're bellowing, you don't get the reverb. Yeah. And it, and everything was everything was at a very nice level. Yeah. It was, which but was, I've been at I've mm -hmm. been at game tables where you can't, especially because when you have minis, it's not like a role playing game where a role playing table can get loud. But after things calm down, it's one or two people talking at one time. Right. Whereas at a minis table, sometimes it is the whole table talking at once. Right. And then when you have multiple tables doing that, it's very hard to hear. I, I played at a table this morning with a very soft-spoken GM and could hear him even when he was at the other end of the table mm. because the space was large enough to be able to absorb that sound and the lights were bright enough I could read everything. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it's just yet another boon for this new location here at the park in, by Radisson because it's just, it's perfect for this kind of thing. You're not, you know, you walk in and you see all these tables and, and I know from running games at LRPG when our space does not necessarily absorb sound quite as well. Right. I looked at that many tables and went, oh my God, I'm not going to hear anybody all weekend long and I'm not going to have a voice on Sunday because yeah. I'm going to have to scream to be heard. And that is not the case. Like yeah. my, my throat does not feel like it's been, you know, I mean, yours probably does because you've been shouting from, you know, they've been coming to get you for every announcement. But, I don't feel like I've been screaming all weekend. Right. Which I did last time. At Huracan, right. I went home Sunday with a shredded voice. Yeah. And I don't have that today. So that's I think good. that's I think it's a testament to just the the size of the room and the size of the space. Right. Yeah. Um which which was good. I mean and, and, and the other room, the the room that was set aside specifically for the for the role playing games, which which while it was a different room it was all of 50 feet away. Yeah. The doors were 50 feet apart as opposed to, you know, down the block and around the corner. Right. Uh, that room also, larger room, like not a huge amount of, of difference in, in, in ceiling height, but, uh, but, but a little bit and enough. And the fact that the room itself was, 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 was a different shape helped with the sound projection in there too because uh, I ran my Friday afternoon game in there um, and that room had, we had set up in there, I believe 12, maybe 15 tables. And Friday afternoon, there were nine or 10 of them in mm -hmm. use. And, and we, some of them getting loud. And some of them getting loud. I mean, th yeah. in fact, there was one right behind us. Not only was he running the game, he had an entire AV set up because yeah. he was live streaming his game. Well, actually, uh, Dominic from the Pathfinder Society was telling me about that because I asked him about it. I guess what he does, he records a game and he edits it and he puts it on YouTube. Okay, yeah. So, but no, I mean, he had a lot of equipment. Trust me, when I go to events, because we had to bring all of our stuff for the podcast, I'm definitely, I geek out on equipment and, and I was like, okay, this guy's got a nice setup. Like, this guy knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Like, um, but As a recovering musician, it was like, oh, dude, that is, that's yeah. a nice rig, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, he had a very nice 
race rig, and I thought it was definitely something interesting and something that added a new flavor. Yeah, because yeah. it's not anything I had ever seen before at a convention. Right. But but even with that, but but with that going on, of course, yeah. he's projecting a bit more because you know, and he was standing up, and he's right. standing up. Even with that, we were right next to him. We could still run our game, and and we Everything weren't stepping fine. on each other sound wise. So even even the even the smaller ancillary ancillary room. And I mean, fine. we've done. I mean, because usually your RPG games are usually in the same, you know, because they put all the RPGs in the room where they have a different table set up for them all, and it's, yeah. you know, usually the whole Pathfinder Society games are going. And so you're talking again, ten to twelve to fifteen tables going at once, plus whatever we're trying to do. And there have been times where I usually always have to sit right to your right so that I could hear you, and I didn't have that issue this time. So yeah. I, I think it's it's a much better. I think if you've if you've ever come to an HMGS show and thought mm, it's loud, I can't really focus, whatever, yeah. give it another shot now. Because in this that, new location, that issue is definitely that issue gone. Is gone. Yeah. Which actually, go ahead and tell them uh, the next event that's coming up. All right, the next event, uh, Huracan 2017, that is going to be running from Thursday, September 28th, through Sunday, October 1st. Uh, once again, at the Park Inn by Radisson on inter- on US 192. Uh, the theme for Huracan 2017 is the Dark Ages. Um, we are going to be having a Saga tournament. Saga is a skirmish-based miniature war game uh, using war bands from the Dark Ages period. Oh, nice! So you know, you, so you've got Vikings, you've got you know, you've got well, your your Nordics. Yeah. <laughs> they call them Vikings, but officially it's Nord. You know, whatever. Um, you historical non-historical guys don't need to get into that right now. Um, uh, and some of the other nation states of of the Dark Ages period, and it, and it's small war bands skirmishing. You know, um, very very good rule set. Um, one of one of HMGS's regular uh, regular members and attendees, Frank uh, Frank Fry, is uh, going to be doing a lot a lot of the Saga tournament stuff. Um, Frank is a fixture of the Central Florida gaming hobby. Um, great guy, been doing it for years. Um, he, that there are a lot of people in Central Florida that that are gamers because of him. Right. They 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 started and cut their teeth at his tables at some point. Um, been been a great supporter of the local hobby. Been a been a great promoter of of what it is to be a good gamer. Uh, looking forward to seeing him uh, get a little get a little bit of additional game table action going because mm-hmm. um, he's really been liking the Saga system. Uh, it's, it's it's because of his activity with Saga. And, and the number of Saga games he's been running since the system has been out that we hit on using the Dark Ages as a theme to kind of showcase him, his efforts, and also the Saga rule set, which is really getting a good foothold in the industry. Um, in addition to that, um, there'll be the standard, <coughs> excuse me, there'll be the standard selection of um, the historical miniature war games. Uh, also, a lot of them will be in the Dark Ages period, but there'll be uh, some other things from other time periods um, that can be interpreted to a Dark Ages-esque uh, flavor because getting down to it, any historical period has had a Dark Ages time. Right. Uh, there'll also be some science fiction uh, miniature games. Uh, there'll be some fantasy miniature games. Of course, there'll be RPGs. Right. Pathfinder Society will be out once again running, running a really good panel of um, of of organized play games, um, LRPG will be out there running some running some RPGs. Because uh, we're plotting. Yes, we we, we we are we're plotting. We'll 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 get to the details on that in just a just a brief second to give you guys a teaser. Okay. 
um, and we're also going to have you know ver- board games will be happening. Um, there'll be there's a lot of open space for open pickup games. Um, we have a re- there's a lot of really good game masters that put on some good stuff, and there's always room on the grid for additional games from additional players, additional game masters. Now, how they can, can they find you guys from HGMS South? Uh, you can find Historical and Miniatures Gaming Society South Chapter online at hmgs-south.com. You can also find us on Facebook under Historical and Miniature Gaming Society South or uh, hmgs-south.com. I, 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 sorry, forget the dot yeah, com. It's com Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, through the primary website, you'll see uh, uh, brief bullet point information on on the most recent convention that still ended. It'll be have be about another couple weeks or so before that gets transitioned over to blurbs and graphics yeah. for the new show. Uh, there will be there will be a, a sub link to to the upcoming show as far as uh, sub, you know submitting games, registering, looking at the pre registration event list. And am I correct that anyone can submit a game? You do not have to have GM Disney HMGS South before. You do not have to be presenting a miniatures game. It does not have to be a historical miniatures game either, right? Yeah. Correct. That they will take, as we heard tonight in the meeting, no game so far has been turned down. Mm. We so. have yet uh, the entire history of HMGS, and most certainly that I can verify myself firsthand, at no point in any time that Lakeland Role-Playing Guild has been associated with HMGS, which started in September of 2001, has there been a game that has been submitted and refused. And the entire time that I've been on the board of directors, which has been since May of 2008, once again, zero games have ever been declined that have been submitted. Uh, we, are, we are open to everything. Um, uh, uh, this year's game grid, I believe we had... Ju- somewhere in somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 scheduled miniatures games across historical, non-historical, fantasy, science fiction, etc. Um, with the number of tables that Pathfinder Society ran as well, in addition to LRPG games and and and, and a couple of free range RPG guys that came in, um, there were all uh, almost about 40 odd RPG games scheduled. Um, there were a couple of actual board games scheduled plus. There was a couple dozen pickup games that got mm-hmm. that, that 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 just organically happened. So oh, there's wow. so there's plenty of stuff for an interested veteran gamer or an interested gamer curious person to come out and 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 take part in. Awesome. And Tracy, how can they find you guys and everything for the Lakeland Role Playing Guild? So if you're wanting to find Lakeland Role Playing Guild, we are at Lakeland-RPG.com is our website. We are also on Facebook at um, Lakeland RPG and on Twitter at Lakeland RPG. And if you want to find out what we've been doing and looking at this weekend, our hashtag is Dice on the Road is what we use whenever we are traveling to conventions and things like that. And we meet twice a month, the second and fourth Fridays of every month in Lakeland. Awesome. And do you want to give a little teaser before we finally wrap it up of what's coming for the Dark Ages? Yes. Uh, the LRPG um, is going to be, uh, we're already starting to plan. Um, it will be at least a f- at least a three-game, possibly four or five-game series if we can find another an, another DM that, that, that we can kind of, Convince, you know, con- voluntold, one yes. of the two. Uh, 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 being a historical, <laughs> I like that term, yeah. voluntold. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, conscripted, yeah. press ganged, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, um, 
and, and and while it will not be historical Dark Ages, it will have a Dark Ages feel to it, but it will be science fiction. Nice. As we are all Star Wars fans. Woo-hoo. So you think it'll probably be Star Wars related? Oh, 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 there, oh there will be no probably. That will it's be, gonna be it, Star it, Wars. It Star will Wars be. Star it Wars. is going to be Star, Star Wars. Wars. Um, yes. And it is going to take place in in what in universe is kind of a darkish time. Yeah. Because it will be happening after the Battle of Endor. Right. Granted, the rebellion won. So, you know, from a fictional literary perspective, the good guys won. But government changed. So, yeah. regardless of what side you're chaos. on, it's yeah. chaos and unrest. Yeah. So, we are looking at doing um, a couple of role playing games using the. Can, can, can I plug? Sure, go read it. Uh, not, a, not a paid promotion endorsement, right. but. Not uh, a hashtag, not a sponsor. Yeah, hashtag, not, a, not sponsored. <laughs> Although Lakeland Role Playing Guild will gladly give you some sponsor time, Fantasy Flight Games, if you would like to contact yes, us. We, yes, <laughs> we, we will be using the RPG system from Fantasy Flight Games wi- nice. with, with, that they have for Star Wars. Which the X Wing system, right? Uh, well, no, the th- RPG th- is um, Age of Rebellion, Edge of Empire, and Force and Destiny. Oh, wow. They have three different they RPGs. Three. Well, right. they actually technically have four because they also have Force Awakens now. Right. Oh, wow. it's, it's, it's the same core mechanic with, with, a, with, a, with, a slight, Flavors. with a slight flavor for each of the specific time periods. Or, oh, or, or, okay. So th- they, they do all kind of link together. Okay. Um, th- so there will be a couple of RPGs about that. And it, it's, it's going to focus on uh, the, the uh, requisite team of wayward spacers. Who get roped into things beyond their comprehension? Scum and villainy smugglers. The whole scum and villainy smugglers. Yeah, you know, net net ne'er do wells. Yeah, um, who will be connected with activities and actions involving the um, involving the mining guild and also the banking clans, and what is happening in the galaxy after the fall of the imperial government, but before the firm resettlement of a new republic right um that is also going to be feeding into at least one possibly two miniatures games using fantasy flight games x-wing right miniature system um we may and depending on how on how our storyline planning goes it may end up going into armada as well yeah um but for sure, there'll be two RPGs and the one minis. Yeah. We may add a little bit to that as we go on if we can if we can get if we can get a third. Well, I had if, we, much if we can get a fourth GM. For I was sure. going to say because we have a third GM because we had, I had pretty much voluntold that you were going to also run an RPG game with at least using D twenty Star Wars, so you didn't have to because we know you're not. In the in the fantasy flight RPG, you have not run that system, right? Just because I just don't, not because right. I don't like it, because I because just don't you have haven't the damn had a chance time to. to so learn but it. Yeah. you could run D twenty Star Wars and still do the same concept. Right. And we're going to so LRPG joined with the Just Dice League last Huracan and did this all weekend encompassing game called Lions and Leopards that right. we talked about on the show last year, where every RPG game or miniatures game affected later games in the whole campaign so you it wasn't just a one-off where okay i go and i achieve the objective if you achieve the objective then a game the next day gets a boon or gets something else because you didn't achieve the objective and we're going to pull back to that again and so whatever happens in the rpg games will affect the final miniatures battle yeah 
yeah. which that'll be a lot of fun, and I, it, I really, really recommend you guys doing because it's neat when you play all these games, and each game is kind of uh, affecting the other game, and they're all interlock uh, interlocking. So yes, you can play one game and get a beginning, middle, or end, but if you play them all, you get you definitely get a very rewarding experience. So indeed, we're definitely looking forward to that. And speaking of looking forward to, we look forward to hearing from you. You can send us your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. You can get us up on Twitter at hhpodcastshow. You can come and see us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And also find us at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And of course, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag hhpodcastshow, and hashtag deuces Deuce on, on the loose. loose. Later.